Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, we're going to be breaking down my top five defenses to stream for week number 12 of the 2023 fantasy football season, as well as talking about five additional defenses that I would look to stream this week if the other five weren't available. But before we could get into things, I would like to ask that if you guys are new to the channel and you do end up enjoying today's video, that you please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. And while you're down there, whether you are new to the channel or not, please make sure that you do leave a like on today's video. It would help me out a ton. If you want to follow me on Twitter or X, please do so at NotoriousFNTSY. So without further ado, let's get into my week 12 defenses to stream for the 2023 fantasy football season. We begin with my number one defense to be streaming for week number 12, the Denver Broncos versus the Cleveland Browns at home in Denver. The Broncos defense is currently rostered in 4.4% of leagues on ESPN and 5.5% rostered on NFL. So if you play on Sleeper, Yahoo, CBS, any of those other fantasy football platforms, then the roster ship percentage is going to be slightly different for all of these defenses. In some case, just like here with it being 4.4 and 5.5, it might be a very small difference but in some cases, one might be 20% owned on ESPN, 30% owned on NFL, and then like 80% owned on Yahoo. It just really depends on the website. So at this point, we really have no idea who is going to be the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Now, it could be Dorian Thompson-Robinson again, DTR. It could be PJ Walker, or maybe it'll even end up being Cool Joe Flacco, who the team signed yesterday. DTR did get the W last week, up against the Pittsburgh Steelers, winning 13-10, but he was far from impressive. Regardless of who they roll out there, I feel like this much-improved Denver Broncos defense will flourish. So the team, or the quarterback, I would be most worried about would be P.J. Walker, but again, with how great this Broncos defense has looked, I still think the Broncos defense should be the number one defense to stream on the week. Now, the Broncos went toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Minnesota Vikings in Mile High on Sunday Night Football, and they eat the W 21-20, having two sacks, one INT, two fumble recoveries, and 20 points allowed. This defense of the Denver Broncos looks so much different. They are reformed from what we saw earlier on the season when they got bent over a table and butt fucked all night long by the Miami Dolphins when they hung 70 points on them, right? This defense has done a complete and utter 180. The Steelers defense, they're also really good, right? Week 11 up against the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland, they lose 10 to 13, one sack, one INT, and 13 points allowed. I think regardless of which quarterback ends up going out there, to start for the Cleveland Browns, I think the Denver Broncos are going to do a great job at pressuring that quarterback and making that quarterback make mistakes, potentially causing a fumble or an interception. I think this game reeks of being relatively low scoring between the Broncos and the Cleveland Browns. And again, this Broncos defense is just so much better than earlier on in the season. I think they're going to have a field day with whichever quarterback the Cleveland Browns end up rolling out on Sunday. At number two, we got the Miami Dolphins at the New York Jumbo Jets on Black Friday. So this is the game that's at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Friday. Make sure you're home to watch this game. Maybe. I mean, I don't think this will be all that exciting, but maybe... Zach Wilson or whoever they play at quarterback will end up just 
slugging this one out. Maybe we have a high-scoring game. The Dolphins' defense is 67.8% rostered on ESPN, 49.7% rostered on NFL. I try to make sure the defenses aren't heavily rostered in these videos, but since they're only rostered in less than 50% of leagues on NFL, I figured I would at least talk about them. Plus, the other defenses in this video, the rest of them, like the number one defense and defenses three, four, and five are really low-owned. So the Jets are in a similar position as the Browns, in my opinion, as I don't really know who they're going to end up starting on Friday at the quarterback position. Robert Sala on Sunday after the Jets got spit-roasted by the Buffalo Bills after the game said that he was undecided about who will start, and that is a large change in tune compared to what we heard over the last couple of weeks, right, where Zach Wilson doesn't really do jack shit. Zach Wilson basically is the reason why they're losing, and Salah comes out there, Zach is still our quarterback, this, that, and the other thing. This time, his tone definitely changed. His choices are Zach Wilson, Tim Boyle, who played in relief after they benched the MILF Hunter against the Bills, or maybe even practice squad player Trevor Simeon. Now, I think the fact that this game is on Friday will lead to their decision probably ending up in being Zach Wilson because they won't have as much time to practice. There's going to be much less practice, kind of more just walkthroughs and stuff, and I think that is going to lead to Zach Wilson being the starting quarterback. Now, again, I wouldn't bet all my gold doubloons on that. I'm just saying I think that is what will end up happening. Either way, though... This Dolphins defense, just like the Broncos defense, has been revived as of recently. This Vic Fangio defense with Jalen Ramsey now back is insane in the membrane. Week 11 Dolphins defense versus the Las Vegas Raiders. The Dolphins win 20-13. Dolphins offense, in my opinion, kind of lackluster in this game, but the defense stood on his head. The defense was very impressive. Two sacks. Three interceptions, two of which went to Jalen Ramsey, and 13 points allowed. You legitimately cannot throw to Jalen Ramsey. This man has three picks on the season, and he's only played a couple of games. He is barely allowing the receivers to do anything in these games. Now, I know the Jets have Garrett Wilson, but I think the Dolphins are just going to double Garrett Wilson. They're going to basically just bracket him just like they did with Travis Kelsey in Germany, and then that's going to be all she wrote for the Jets offense. And regardless of if it's the Simeon Meister, Trevor Simeon, if it's Tim fucking Boyle or Zach Wilson, it doesn't matter because the Dolphins defense is going to be on that quarterback's ass pause all game long. The Jets have one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL. And I think Christian Wilkins, Jalen Phillips, Chubb, all of these guys, Zeeler, are going to eat the quarterback alive. Week 11, Bills defense versus the Jets. The Bills defense, on paper, not as good as the Dolphins defense. The Bills win 32-6, six sacks, two interceptions, not one, but two fumble recoveries, and just six points allowed. The Dolphins offense might struggle in this one. It wouldn't surprise me, but I think the defense is going to lay the hammer down in this spot, and I think the Dolphins defense ends up being one of the upper echelon defenses to stream this week on Black Friday. At number three, we got the New York football Giants going up against the New England Patriots at home in MetLife. 15.3% rostered on ESPN, 14.2% rostered on NFL. Now, last week going up against the Giants, or the Giants going up 
up against the Commanders, I should say, in Washington, I thought this would be a better game for Sam Howell because the last time the Giants played the Commanders, Sam Howell fucking sucked in that game. Sam Howell could not get it up. He was in need of a Viagra and it was honestly embarrassing, but I figured, hey, now the Commanders are going up against the Giants in Week 11. They've got Tommy DeVito starting at quarterback. This is a Giants team that is beaten up mentally. This is a Giants team that is dead in the water like their name was Pussy from the Sopranos. And guess what? Didn't seem to matter because the Giants' defense went nuclear in this game. They had Sam Howell looking like a chicken with his head cut off behind the offensive line. The man was seeing ghosts like his name was Sam Darnold. The Giants win 31-19 to with a Tommy DeVito masterclass performance. The man was slicing the defense up like his name was Gordon Ramsay. Four sacks for the G-Men, three INTs, three fumble recoveries, one touchdown, and 19 points allowed. Now, I won't just shit on Sam Howell because he was kind of decent. We know the commanders don't have the best offensive line, but this Giants defensive unit is actually pretty solid as long as Tommy DeVito can keep them in the game and they don't tap, they don't call uncle towards the end of the game. And the Patriots offense is straight up hard to watch. You might be better off watching paint dry on your television than watching the New England Patriots and Mystic Mac Jones play football. Now, I know Mac Jones did get benched in Germany against the Colts, but I still think he's going to end up starting on Sunday. But again, I guess kind of maybe we should be unsure. Maybe the Zappinata, Bailey Zappi gets the starting role. So the Patriots were on bye Last week, so we got to go back to week 10 in Germany for the Colts versus the Patriots. The Colts bring that W home across the goddamn ocean 10 to 6. Probably a game that put a lot of people to sleep. Like if you are in LA, you're on the West Coast, you're on the East Coast, it's not like 9.30 a.m. when these games starts. If it's like 6.30 a.m., you're like, oh, you know what, I guess I'll get up early and watch the game. You were probably fucking snoozing four minutes into that one. Five sacks, two interceptions, and six points allowed. Again, this Patriots team just fucking sucks. It's straight up terrible. Mac Jones reeks to high heaven. He can't throw the ball. He might be just mentally out of it. Like, he might just not have the mental fortitude to keep going out there and having what happens happens he has very little help around him he really does and again i'm not here to give the gawk gawk 9000 special right and to whip out a fucking cvs receipt of excuses for mac jones because as a dolphins fan i couldn't give less of a fuck about the patriots i'm glad that they suck right i am but at the end of the day like mac jones isn't really given much you know to play with now again i'm not excusing his shit play out there on the field but sometimes you, you wish, like, hey, what would Mac Jones look like if at least had a semblance of help? Moving now to defense to stream number four. We got the New England Patriots at the New York Football Giants. 28.9% rostered on ESPN. 36.5% rostered on NFL. If you guys have enjoyed today's video thus far and you are new to the channel, make sure you guys hit that subscribe button down below. And while you're down there, whether you are new to the channel or not, please make sure that you do leave a like on today's video. It would help me out a ton. And if you want to follow me on Twitter or X, please make sure you do so at NotoriousFNTSY. So the Patriots 
as you know, they were on bye as well, just like the Colts coming back from Germany, that lovely extravaganza in Week 10. So we got to go back to the future, like our name was Marty McFly here, and look back to Week number 10. The Patriots defense versus the Colts, they lose 6-10, to one interception, 10 points allowed. Now this Patriots defense looks nothing like what they... I thought they would look like entering into the season. They have suffered a bunch of injuries. And when push comes to shove, the Patriots defense isn't really all that good. Which is why I have the Giants ranked ahead of the Patriots because I have a little bit more confidence in the skill of the Giants defense. Week 11, the Commander's defense up against the Giants. They lose 19-31, but the Commander's defense actually has a solid day because they got nine sacks. Nine sacks, 25 points allowed. Now, again, the Patriots defense doesn't need to be the 85 Bears to beat down Rock'em Sock'em Robots to beat the brink of life, you know, beat them to the brink of life of that offensive line for the Giants. The Giants, the Jets, they're basically one in the same. Shitty starting quarterback, shitty offensive line. This Giants offensive line, again, the Commanders, they lost Sweat. He's Gonzo. They lost Chase Young in San Francisco. And the Commanders went haywire on the Giants' offensive line. They are terrible. We make fun of them every single week. So again, while I don't have the highest belief in the Patriots' defense, I think they're going to stand strong against the Giants' offensive line. And I think that Tommy DeVito, he pulled a rabbit out the hat. Congrats to my boy, Tommy DeVito. He went to a high school near where I live. He's a New Jersey boy. He's an Italian stallion. But at the end of the day, buddy, your insanity run is over. You're going to get sent into the fucking dirt by the Patriots. And again, when I say that, I don't mean hurt. I mean, he's just going to get hit a lot. I don't root for injuries, of course. Now we move to Defense to stream for week number 12, number 5, and then I want to get into my additional defenses to stream. But before we do so, I would like to give you guys a quick word for our friends and our sponsor over at Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is the best place to play NFL Pick'em in the whole entire universe. And today, Underdog has a great offer for you guys that we'll be talking about in just a couple of seconds. First, I want to explain how the Underdog Pick'em works. You're going to have to pick a minimum of two players from at least two teams. Today, we'll be talking about tonight's game, Monday Night Football, Eagles at Kansas City Chiefs. Sort of pick one player from each team. First, we're going to go with DeAndre Swift higher than 58 and a half rushing yards. I think that the way to expose this Chiefs defense is by running the ball a ton. With a great offensive line, I think DeAndre Swift should be able to get higher than 58 and a half rushing yards. And then for the Kansas City Chiefs, we are going to go ahead and go with Travis Kelsey, higher than 75 and a half receiving yards. I feel as though the Chiefs are going to look to feed Travis Kelsey after Kelsey struggled in Germany against the Dolphins. So Swift, higher than 58 and a half rushing yards, and Travis Kelsey, higher than 75 and a half receiving yards. If both these picks hit, you will get three times your entry fee. If you do three picks, it's six times, four picks is 10 times, and five picks is 20 times your entry fee. Now, if you live in one of the states on your screen right now, you'll receive a first match deposit bonus of up to $100 if you click on the link in the video description or use promo code NOTORIOUS. You can do $50, you get an additional 50 and an additional 10 $10 is the minimum deposit on Underdog Fantasy. If you guys have a gambling problem, please make sure that you call 1-800-GAMBLER.
Back on into things here. Final defense to stream. The Atlanta Dons, the Tennessee Titans versus the Carolina Panthers. Now, this is one of those defenses where you got to plunge your nose or plug your nose, I guess, and just, you know, pray to the football gods above that while the Titans defense might be bad, no bueno, that the Panthers offense is just so bad that it doesn't actually matter. 4.6%. Rostered on ESPN, 1.4% rostered on NFL. Week 11, the Titans defense up against the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. They looked very bad. They did not have a fun time. The Jaguars threw the Titans defense onto the casting couch, and you know how things go. They threw them into the bang bus, and this was a train. This was a fucking bukake of sorts by the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars offense looked lifeless. They looked terrible against the 49ers, but they came out and spanked, they smacked up the Titans. The Titans defense, they lose 14 to 34, one sack to 34 points allowed. Now again, while the Jaguars offense has had its up and downs all season, I don't think anyone was really saying that like the Jaguars offense was bad. It was more of like, hey, the Jaguars offense might not be the best against great defenses and there's a reason to worry about Lawrence because it just seems like he's playing a little bit banged up now if you watch that game on Sunday Calvin Ridley came alive like Frankenstein and Trevor Lawrence looked amazing he's running in touchdowns like oh he's not hurt at all so you know again I wasn't a hater of Trevor Lawrence last week but I was just a little bit cautious with him because He's been pretty up and down all season. And honestly, he has greatly underwhelmed compared to expectations. Now, if he fucks around weeks 12 through 17, has all these great games and wins your fantasy football championship, you probably won't care what he did for the start of the season, but it is important to put things into context. So week 11, the Cowboys defense goes up against the Panthers in Carolina. The Cowboys win 33 to 10. Obviously, I don't think anyone expected that to be a close game. Now, I know what you might be thinking. Nick, the Cowboys defense is way better than the Titans defense. I know, right? Seven sacks, one INT, one fumble recovery, one touchdown, 10 points allowed. Again, I told you to plug your nose, right? It is a little disgusting to have to start the Titans defense, but if push comes to shove, if all these other defenses are rostered and even the additional defense we talk about, and you gotta, cl you gotta take that plunge, you might as well take that plunge with a defense going up against an offense. That's limp dick, you know, Bryce Young. Again, I don't think Bryce Young is some fraudulent. I don't think Bryce Young is some bust. But I know I'm not going to crown him Biggie Smalls, right? I'm not going to go ahead and give him the Gawk Gawk 9000 because he's really only been good for like one or two games and he's yet to be great. So again, I'm not trying to take a dump on this guy's chest Cleveland steamer, right? I'm not trying to just degrade the guy. It is what it is, right? People are allowed to have bad rookie years. Remember Trevor Lawrence? So again, just right now, week 12, 2023, I'll start my defense. I'll take the gross plunge into the Titans, going up against the Panthers' offense. Now we move to the additional defenses to stream. Now, more than likely, these defenses are all owned, but I know some of you guys play. There's people that play in eight-team leagues, ten-team leagues, maybe even a six-man league, and some of these defenses are still available there. Now, again, I'm not saying they're widely available, but some of these guys might be, or some of these defenses might be available in your league. So the Cleveland Browns at the Denver Broncos, Sean Payton and Russell Wilson appear to have really figured things out for the Denver Broncos, but the Browns defense is so elite 
that I think that the Browns defense still has a pretty solid day. The Cowboys versus the Commanders on Thanksgiving. I think Sam Howell at any given point could pull the rabbit out of his hat and come alive. But this week up against the Cowboys defense... With that O-line, with Sam Howell's, even when the O-line isn't the worst, Sam Howell kind of just sits there. He's, he's like Zach Wilson. Pat the ball, pat the ball, pat the ball. He can't sense the pressure around him. Pat the ball, gets sent into Narnia. He, he just can't fucking, he gets sacked all the time. Ravens at Chargers. The Chargers offense is solid. But, you know, Herbert's probably good for a pick in this game. Probably good to get sacked. The Ravens' defense has looked really good. The Saints at the Atlanta Falcons. Who knows who the starting quarterback will be in Atlanta as of right now. I would guess it's going to be Heineke, but who really knows? Saints' defense definitely underperformed compared to my likings this season. But again, there's a lot worse options than them. And then the Lions versus the Packers on Thanksgiving. I know Jordan loved me tender, loved me sweet, looked good against the Chargers' defense. But I could probably go and look good up against the Chargers' defense. They're that bad. So thank you guys all so much for watching. If you did end up enjoying today's video, make sure you guys smash that subscribe button down below like it owes you money. Make sure you guys hit that like button down below as well. It would help me out a ton if you want to follow me on Twitter or X. Make sure you do so at NotoriousFNTSY. And if you'd like access to my weekly rankings, as well as an answer to any of the questions you guys may have, make sure you guys check out the Patreon link in the video description for $7.50 a month. I love you guys all so much. I hope you have a great rest of your guys' day. Waiver Wire video coming later. Love you guys. As always, good boy!